So, uh, we're on the line with Jared. He's a, he's about to do a showcase tonight in uh, New York City. In the yeah. NYC. And uh, looking forward to it? I am. You know, I used to get nervous about stuff. But as of lately, it's just like you kind of just got to go in and hammer it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it, you know, after touring so long now and doing all this stuff, you have to treat every show like it's important, I think. So, honestly, I'm more excited than anything. If anything... The waiting is the hardest part. It's like the Tom Petty song, right? <laughs> the waiting is the hardest part. But it's cool, That's man. That's very I'm true, excited. though, isn't it? It is very true. It really the sitting is. around bit is just like, come on. You just want to get on. I'm telling and, you, man, because, you know, sometimes, you know, you show up to a venue. And I know I'm getting off subject already, but you show up to a venue and you get there at one in the afternoon. And most people think, you know, they don't take into consideration that. From one, two, three, four, you're just kind of hanging out, getting your stuff ready or doing sure. whatever you do. And then five, six, seven, eight, maybe nine. Yeah. So it's like before you even hit the stage, you already got in an eight-hour day, you know? Sure, yeah. And it's just sitting it's around bored and occasionally having something to eat and hitting a snare drum and, you know, exactly. crack, crack, exactly. one, exactly. two. <laughs> but, no, man, it's all good. I'm excited. Excellent. So this, of course, is all in honour of the fact that you've got a new album coming out on the 27th of October on Listable Records called Black Magic. That's it. That is it. Excellent. Now, this was uh, co-written, I believe, uh, with yourself and Tony Perry. Is that right? Yeah, Joe's son. We met through um, my manager and his dad when they were making their last record. And, um, you know, we hit it off really, really quickly. And um, I, he was a great guitar player. He had a great engineering ear, and he wrote songs. And um, kind of when I got the 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 like, hey, you want to make another record? I, I hit him up. He was the first guy I hit up, and I was like, hey man, you want to write some songs? You know, and maybe we could see if we could do something. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, man, um, we got together. And sometimes it just it just works with people. Like you just hit a spark, right? Yeah. And uh, Tony and I, we just wrote together, and it felt good. And yeah, we just made the record. You know. Quite short songs, aren't they? Most of them are under three minutes. Was that a conscious yeah. thing? or You know, it didn't start that way when we were writing the songs because literally, I know this sounds so stupid, but it's like, oh, I'll put a solo there. Oh, I'll put a solo there. Oh, I'll put some more guitar there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. When it came down to it, um, we really only wanted to serve the songs as well as we could. Um, you know, on the record... I just wanted to show people the shells and kind of like the the nucleus of the song, you know, because when we play them live, we just shred on them. Right, yeah, jamming and, out a uh, Yeah, and we actually add, uh, we have a few bonus tracks on the record that are going to be um, the Live from Hellfest ones where you kind of get a feel of what it feels like live, you know. But some of these songs, man, when we play them live, you know, we can extend them. We can do the Allman Brothers and Grateful Dead jams, you know. <laughs> and it's funny because I don't want all of my records to feel the same either you know i like when we released last chance i don't want people to know what to expect really mm -hmm. you know i mean there's a piece of me that feels like the next record should just be a live blues record that or you know okay or, or it could be a an, a delta blues thing or whatever you know i just want to continue to evolve and and push the music in certain directions and with black magic the big concern was <clears throat> let's serve the song first and then let's just have fun recording it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, so, and, it was fun. And was it recorded, uh, I know certainly the last track on the album was recorded in one take, and we'll talk about that later yeah. on, but uh, was most of it recorded live, or did you, you know, track the drums up and... 
So the big thing is, and I'm a big believer in kind of recording the rhythm section and the, 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 the bones of the kind of live, you know, and, and on the spot, because that's where you kind of get the magic of it. So a lot of it was recorded live, but then what we would do is we would uh, do the vocals and possibly like another guitar to kind of just stack it or layer it. We mm -hmm. would add that. Mm -hmm. But on this record, you know, I was pretty conscious about it. Like um, a great friend of mine, her name's Jessica Childress, and I had her come in and do some backups with me. Okay. And uh, if we could ever do that live someday, I would love to do that. Um, and then there was even parts where I was fiddling around and just doing kind of maybe a bass line on a, on a keyboard or, you know, some stuff like that. I didn't want to take it to another level where it was like, what is this? But I also wanted to be able to kind of explore a little bit and, and take some more chances, you know? Sure. Um, at the heart, man, I'm just a guitar player that's having fun, you know? <laughs> I'm just a guitar player that's trying to, uh, trying to really, you know, just come up with something a little different, a little off the cuff. Okay. I mean, everything that you seem to be doing at the minute, it looks like you're having a lot of fun. It has to be said, yeah. you know, everything we see about you on Facebook or, or whatever, on or YouTube or whatever, you've got a great big smile on your face and you, you just look like you're loving life at present. Well, it's funny because I always wanted to do this and it's like growing up, I was like, man, if I could tour and I could, you know, if I could do this kind of stuff, I thought, you know, I would be happy. Mm. And it's funny now that I'm here, like, I am like I am pumped about it, man. And every time I get another opportunity, or I hear about another tour that, you know, or I was just talking to someone and and they were talking to, uh, just we toured with Walter Trout and they said, uh, mm. oh, who should we look out for, you know? And Walter yesterday goes, oh, Jared James. And for me, it's just like, whoa, like this <laughs> yeah. is cool. Like it's actually the word is spreading. So yeah, yeah. If I got a smile on my face, it's not because I'm trying to fake it. It's just because I'm because you are genuinely happy about on. things. Yeah, yeah which is, absolutely. Which is great, man. which is good to have. And so, yeah, we were, we were talking about the, the last track on the album, mm -hmm. which I thought was pretty interesting because in the in the biog thing, it says that basically Tony had this guitar that had a, a, a bass guitar uh, bass string on the bottom yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and when you listen to it, you think, well, that's a great bass sound, but it's actually the guitar just lowered down it and you did it in one take and... If you ask me, though, like, seriously, like, even five years from now about that song, I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it happened. I All I can say is Tony had this guitar with the bass string, and all the other strings were tuned to a chord. And I'm not used to that at all. That's not usually the way that I play. But I remember I picked it up, and he goes, yeah, take it home and fool with it. So I had it for a night, and I my girlfriend was so annoyed because I was sitting at home with a slide guitar going... <laughs> you know, I was trying to come up with something. I was like, well, this is really cool because I'm not a guy, one of those guys, because there is guitar players, you know, obviously like Tommy Emmanuel or all these kind of guys that play that. And that's mm. like what they do mm. for, for me. It's so different, you know, but I literally started messing with that little bass line because it's like the cross cut saw Albert King kind of thing. Yeah. And I started doing this thing and then I started to like add it. And then I went to sleep that night and I was just like kind of laying in bed thinking about it. The next morning, Tony and I were in the studio and I said, dude, I have an idea for maybe the last track on the record. And it was funny because he was in a bad mood and he's like, what? Like what? Because I always do that. I always go, hey, man, I have an idea. People are like, dude, Jared, shut up, you know, <laughs> just relax. But for him, I was like, dude, I have an idea. And um, he said, I said, let me just just set me up a vocal mic. Let me go in there and I'll do a take of it. And we can you can see what you think, you know. Yeah. And I swear on it. We did that take, and it was only that guitar and my vocal. And then 
we just sat on that and we really didn't think about it for a few days. And then he played it for like his dad, Johnny Depp, Jack Douglas, all these crazy people. And they were all like, man, that's amazing. This is great. Just leave it like that. Because when you listen to it, there are so many like parts where it almost feels like it's ready to fall apart or it's, or, or it's really in the groove. Like, Oh yeah. Ooh, I feel that. Or it's like on the edge of just like sounding horrible. And we left it. And it was kind of like, for me, it was like almost like a statement, like, this is the demo of a demo. And then we came back and we put kick drum on it. Yeah. And we put um, some hand claps and a little bit of, I think, tambourine. Yeah. And we just left it. And it's funny because I've seen some people, and I've talked to you, and you understand that it's a guitar with a bass yeah. string on it. Yeah. Some people go, oh, man, the bass line's really cool with a slide guitar. Right? It's like, no, it's yeah. everything at once, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which is so, real clever, real really cool. It's cool, man, and yeah. it's something different. And um, you know, all it's just. And the only thing I really, truly think I want to do, and you know, my goal at the end of the day is to just breathe some new life into some of this stuff, you yeah. know, and like, and like, just put a little fresh air in it. You know, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm just trying to make it roll my own way, man. You know. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you can hear bits of ZZ Top and stuff in there, but it's it's definitely got your own stamp and things going on, which is great. Yeah, totally. And yeah. it's funny because sometimes you can blatantly rip off like a guitar lick, yeah. but it's just the way you play it is different, right? So like Absolutely. I always tell guys that, they're like, hey, man, show me some guitar licks. And I'm like, you already know them all. It's just you play them and they sound different. You know, that's the whole thing. It's, sure. it's just like Zach Wilde, I toured with him for a while and we became great friends and he goes, you know, Jared, us guitar players, we're all eating off the same deli tray. It's just the way you make your sandwich. Very true. And I was like, yeah, yeah. so true, man. Well, you know, it, so it was really cool. Because that's, I mean, your pentatonic scale, it's five notes, isn't it? And what you can do with those five notes. And, exactly. You know, it's huge. Exactly. And it's funny, people go, oh, you know, they'll say, oh, you only play pentatonics. And I'm like, yeah, but then I add everything else in there. It's like, yeah, you only cook with meat, but then you add every single sauce to make it the right way. <laughs> sure. And it's like, you know, to each I their see. own, but... Um, those five notes hold the secrets to my world, you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. it's it's just, that's what's exciting, I think. Excellent. And you mentioned that uh, Joe had heard some stuff there. Did he help at all? Did he come in and, and advise on tones or, or songwriting? Or? No, not really. Um, one thing that was really cool, though, is I got a bunch of um, pedal, like I used a bunch of his stuff on the record. Yeah. Um, Gear-wise, yes. Uh, when we were at, we recorded at Johnny Depp's and I was able to use... Um, some crazy Les Pauls, some crazy old amps. And um, uh, I still have um, a lot of Joe's old pedals that, you know, right. from the 70s that fuzzes and stuff. And God only knows where those things have been, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And uh, But what's cool about Black Magic when you listen to it, it's almost like the tones that you do hear and the things that you're hearing, especially like for the guitar nerds and everything, you know, I'm playing through like, you know, 59 spoonful bursts and you know crazy gear that i would never have the chance to do or these old amps and stuff so when you hear that big rock tone we're getting that out of like an old marshall you know what i mean like we're in a room cranking that thing to figure that all out so like even what love you know that's through an old fender twin amp and all this crazy old stuff and you know that's what i think is really fun to listen to it is because when a new tone is like introduced for me as a guitar player I'm like, ooh, that's cool. What is that? It's like, oh, it's just a 1954 telly with a, you know, so it's fun, man. So I got lucky with that because, you know, with Joe, the Joe and Tony connection, you know, yeah. I was able to use so much 
cool gear in the studio, you know, that yeah. I would never have the chance to do otherwise. Yeah. You've, you've done well for your gear recently, I have to say. I mean, not to get too nerdy for the other listeners, but I like talking gear. Yeah. So, uh, But you, you're, you're doing really well for, you know, endorsements and things at the minute, aren't you? I, know, I noticed the other day you've got your Karina V and your Karina Explorer uh, and stuff. And what, it's funny because, you know, like another thing, man, as a kid, I was just like, man, if I could ever get like uh, some free strings, yeah, you know, every, I'd be Every so kid's punk, like, that, like well, right? if you've got a free guitar, then when you made it, it's like, here, have it. <laughs> well, you know, now it's to the point where we're starting to talk about doing a you know signatures signature guitar yeah. and you know doing all of it so like um i just feel really 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 happy and really lucky that i was able to uh how do i say it because you know as a kid we all dream about this stuff but for me to be able to push hard enough to make some of this stuff a reality you know i think that yeah i mean it's funny now because uh this is god's honest truth three years ago i had one guitar sure now yeah, i have Gloria. Yeah. yeah, now I have 16. So it's just like, all I'm saying, and, and that's not like a dig on anything. Yeah, it's sure. just funny how, um, you know, and it's, I hope if anyone's at, like listening and thinking about it, it's almost like it's like ins inspiring because for me, I had old glory and that was it, baby, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's still, you never forget your number ones, but I'm just saying that's still like one of those things where you're like, Oh, there they are. <laughs> you got As the axes, brother. It just gets better. Yeah. That's it, man. That's killer. And you can probably relate, but, you know, for me, all of a sudden I look around and I'm like, whoa, I got some guitars, man. Like, sure. I don't got room for all these guitars, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, it's just fun. And, um, yeah, the, the endorsement thing is really cool. And now I'm getting hit up by companies I never would have thought would have given me the time of day and they're they're wondering if I'll play their stuff so it's just exciting you know and sure. it just comes a, a part of it you know so what would be your custom guitar then oh man it's got to be like old glory sure. single pickup right. so, Les Paul custom you know there you go it's funny though like everyone whenever I get a guitar because I only usually play with that bridge pickup you know because of the finger style and stuff sure people are like when are you gonna wreck they're like, do you just have a drawer full of neck pickups? You know, because all my guitars, I pull them out. Yeah. I'm like, actually, I do. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, a single pickup Les Paul Custom would be my um, my number one. Um, you know, I grew up, or I was born in the same town as Les Paul. And uh, I think that would just be like a really cool thing, you know. And I still have all my family there and stuff. And it would just be really fun, you know. Sure. It'd just be something that was kind of like, wow, you know, that's really cool. Excellent. And are you looking after your fingers as well? Because obviously that, uh, that's uh, important, isn't it? When you are a fingerstyle player, I mean, you can get away with a pick. Well, you know, what, again, but... you know what's funny? Can you see that? Do you see that, Mark? Yeah, yeah. I, I can see it. The listeners won't be able to, but yes. <laughs> so I started doing this thing, this stupid thing where like Stevie would do that with his arm over the guitar. Do -de 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 -de. Yeah, yeah. Right. I cut my whole arm open the other night and there was blood everywhere. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's funny because like, I didn't notice it right away, and then uh, after the song, uh, like the the stage manager runs up with a towel, like, "Oh my god!" Are you but right? it's just funny because, uh, yeah, you got to look after yourself, man. You, yeah, you know, uh, yin and yang. Because I I tend to go hard all the time on guitar, and you know, once in a while when I I'll be so mad when I get like a day off, or like when I don't get with my guitar during the day, and I'll be like, "Oh," and I'll be kind of grumpy, you know. And then the next day I'll pick it up. I'll be like, oh man, it felt good to take a break. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you got to. Absolutely, yeah. Just go off and do something else and come back refreshed. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah. And you, I mean, you've been touring pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you'll be doing again 
in yeah. support of Black Magic. Will you be coming to the UK? Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna be in the UK. So the thing is, you know, like I told, I told my agent, I told my man, everyone knows. I just want to tour everywhere, and sure. um, we're trying to make that come come true. You know, right now, like I was saying. I'm in New York. Um, we're on the road with UFO and Saxon right now. Two big British bands, right? Fantastic British bands, absolutely, yeah. Saxon, so I'm hanging Saxon out with was those the first gig that I went to as a kid uh, back in 84 or whatever it was, the Denim and Leather tour. And it was like, whoa, you know. So, and yeah. I'm great friends with the old guitar player, Graham Oliver, the original guitar player. Killer. Me and him get on really good. He gets up and jams with us now and again. It's, it's great. That's killer, so, man. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm out with those guys, and and we're having a blast doing the thing. And um, let me see. Now we're we're gonna be going back. We're gonna release this record, and then um, the next thing I just I hear about it is funny, but I'm pretty sure January we're doing dates with Living Color, and then great. Um, in February we do the Monsters of Rock cruise ship, Excellent. which will be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that'll be lovely. And then we come back to the UK, and then head over into Europe. Um, I think at the end of February. So and, and the UK, that'll be your own headlining club tour then? Yeah, I think we're going to do a combination of all of it. So I think we're going to do a few support slots. I don't have the dates yet. I wish sure, I could sure. say more. Yeah. But I think we're going to do some headliner shows um, because people have been asking and we want to do them. Yeah. And then we're going to do some co-headlining stuff and some support slots. So I think we're going to be over there for a minute. You know, just you know, just check the schedule for February, man. And wherever you are in England... Northern Ireland, Scotland, Scotland all over there. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will make sure we get there. Excellent. It's been great to talk to you. Uh, album's sure. out on October the 27th. That's Black Magic. It's out on listenable records. Go buy it as soon as possible. Isn't that right? Please. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you in February. Hopefully get up to Newcastle and we can have a chat. And oh, I love Newcastle. Think. I'd love to be there, man. Be there as soon as possible, brother. Great. Have a great show tonight, mate. Thanks very much for your thanks, time. Thanks, man. And take care. Hey, thanks. I, uh, hopefully I'll see you in February. Good man. Okay, great.